Hey guys, this is Jesus, one of the following Patreon listeners. Matthew Prohl, Dr. Gerd Hauser, Malvos, Cult of Knowledge, Leona Coffing, Rochelle Jackson, Matt Burr, Robert Faulkner, Vandy Lim, and David Millar. Thanks for guiding us into this pleasant dream. Once upon a time, the world of man and the world of dream were the same. The world of man rejected magic, rejected dreams, rejected hope. And the Fae were forced to turn back to the realm where they originally came from. But not all of them. It's a city of dreams, a city of hopes, it's a city of nightmares, a city of darkness. It's always been one of the places where changelings are drawn and born and live because there's so many people so many stories unbeknownst to most of mortal new york it is uh, a school run by changelings specifically designed and created to nurture younger changelings and teach them about the history of their of their people uh, teach them how to uh, embrace their natures and control and 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 grow their magical abilities Hello and welcome to Fandable.com, role-playing podcast network, uh, monster uh, juggernaut thing. Un- uh, unstoppable behemoth. Yeah, unstoppablebehemoth.com. Yep. Slash Tarrasque. And uh, we are here, this is Dan, and we are here uh, gathered in a group to once again play one of these uh, newfangled uh, role-playing games that all the kids are such a fan of. And uh, today it's Angela's birthday, everybody. Uh, this yeah. will probably not be airing today, uh, <laughs> but feel free to wish her a belated happy birthday. And mm. in celebration of uh, <laughs> for Angela and how much we love her, we will be playing a game full of magic and wonder and, and hope. Why are you my friends? I'm not because sure. Because we live here. <laughs> Angela. <laughs> Angela, today I'm not your friend. Today I'm a knocker. <laughs> Yeah, there are Get pictures out. of this. There are pictures of this, <laughs> yep. ladies and gentlemen. I know what you're talking about. So, before we introduce the players and bring them all in, come with me, if you will, on a journey of wonder and imagination into the deep past of the world of darkness. Back when it was, you know, more of a world of insufficient light, if you will, <laughs> uh, rather than full-blown darkness, once upon a time... The world of man and the world of dream were the same. Man walked, and dreams and fears and hopes and nightmares moved with them. They were the gods of old. They were the things that lived in the dark and in the air and in the earth. And every man knew them and feared them. And then, over time, as these ancient powerful beings warred among themselves, fed upon humanity, used humanity for their own purposes, or occasionally even raced some of them as pets, if you will, humanity began to discover science. Humanity began to discover not to fear the dark. They learned how to use fire and chase away the shadows. They learned how to craft tools and defend themselves against the things in the dark. And as humanity grew less fearful, the world started to be less wondrous. There was, every day, a little less mystery. Every day, a little less fear. 
And these things drove the hosts of things that lived in the air and in the earth and in the water and in the flames and shadows. It drove them off, drove them away, started having them hide and separate themselves from the world of man until one time in what is known in the past as the shattering, both worlds ripped apart violently. The world of man rejected magic, rejected dreams, rejected hope. And the Fae were forced to turn back to the realm where they originally came from. These beings that called themselves the Cathane fled. But not all of them. You see, even for the gods, there's hierarchy. And the ones in charge, the she, ethereal, beautiful, and wondrous, said, hey, I'm pretty, put me at the front of the line, or else I destroy you all. They had that going for them, too. Having not much of a choice, the rest of the Cathane let them go through, only to find that the she slammed the doors into the dreaming closed behind them, trapping them in this world, a world that had become poisonous to them. And so they embraced a new way, a new kind of magic, something called the Changeling Way, in which these beings, these ageless eternal beings, joined their souls with those of humans, hiding inside their bodies to protect themselves from the coldness of the world and reincarnating time after time after time into human shells, into human bodies, twined with human souls. And this was the way of things for a long time. These changelings, hiding among men, living among men, did what they could to simply survive. Until one time in 1969, the world all watched together in a perfect moment of wonder and hope as the first man landed on the moon. When that first footfall landed upon the moon's surface, even something like this, born of science, born of math and machine and metal, it made the world dream again. Just for a moment, just for one moment, everybody watching dared to hope that we had reached and touched the heavens. And in that moment of wonder, the doors to the dream slammed open again, bursting forward, with power and magic and the glory of the returned she who came back into the world thinking, awesome, the danger's passed, we can come back and take over again. And then the doors promptly slammed shut as humanity did what it always does and moved work. on <laughs> and got back to work. Yep. Stranding these she, these returned Arcadian she, in the world of man, and forcing them to take on this changeling way as well to protect themselves. Although their method was a little bit more brutal, where most changelings join their souls with those of a human and are reborn, the returned she ripped human souls away and took over their bodies, kind of like pod people, if you will. Mm. What happened to the human souls is a matter of much debate and no clear answers. And frankly, not something that every changeling thinks about from day to day, mm -hmm. unless they really want to get into an argument with a returned she. Mm -hmm. Now, 
we reach present day. The return she, and occasionally a few more that return time and time again when something happens that opens those doors into the deep dreaming into Arcadia itself. A few more appear, but for the most part, well, changes continue to survive. There were some rough times during the 70s, 80s, and even 90s when those changelings that had lived here for centuries defended the lands that they had held and defended their liberty from these returned ancient kings who demanded to have their ancient castles back, have their servants back. Not everybody wanted immediately to go back and start shining shoes for them. So there were wars, there was conflict, until one man, the High King David Ardry, rose in the middle of conflict, wielding the sword Caliburn, the sword of the once and future king. When he arose on the battlefield, everyone knew. This is him. He is returned. It was the words of the bard, True Thomas, cursed to speak only the truth, that stood beside the new High King and told the gathered fighters and wizards and everybody else, who, by the way, to the rest of the world, looked like some LARPers, really. Uh, <laughs> but within, for them, this was a life-and-death battle. And they told them, Behold, you look upon your king, and they all knew it was true. High King David Ardry united the Fae, at least in America, and created a land called Concordia, which is where you all live now. And Concordia has stood for decades now. Hasn't always been easy. There's been a lot of politics, a lot of uh, different feudal lords jockeying for power, the worst was when the High King disappeared. For over a decade, he was gone and no one knew why, no one knew where. And he did not leave a clear heir. So there were different factions, and for a long time it seemed like a civil war would happen. Until, about a year ago, the High King returned. He was older, weary. His eyes were haunted. He didn't speak of whatever happened while he was gone, but he did speak of a message for all the people. He spoke that in this time we needed to be united more than ever against the coming of the dark. And that's really all he said, and almost nobody has seen him for over a decade. That's the world at large. Here in New York City, where you all live, it's a city of dreams, a city of hopes, it's a city of nightmares, a city of darkness. It's always been one of the places where changelings are drawn and born and live, because there's so many people, so many stories. And let's start with four of those today, starting to my right with Jesus. Please introduce your character and tell us how your morning begins when you wake up and on your way to school. Okay. Uh, the camera shifts to an apartment in Hell's Kitchen, uh, zooming th zooming into a particular room, a dark uh, room. The lights uh, outside are still very dark. The only light actually comes from what looks like a small alarm, a small alarm that goes from 5.59 to 6. And at 6, it goes, nar, 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 and it keeps going for about three or four minutes. Which is at that point where there's a large, a large slamming on the door multiple times, and you hear a woman's voice goes, "Shane, Shane, time for school. Get up!" And you hear a groan coming from what you assume is a shape on what looks like a dark bed. 
and you hear a voice says, Alexa, lights on. <laughs> and as the lights go on, exu- uh, there's a 360 of the room. The room itself, the walls are painted green. Uh, basically, there's an old bed. It's like the, the room of any uh, teen boy. Except in this particular room, all on every single counter, on numerous shelves, and a couple of posters, there's uh, numerous images of various types of miniatures. Gundam, Warhammer 40k, uh, War Machine, a bunch of differing war games, a bunch of differing uh, mechs from anime and from, like, American television shows. But looking at all of them, you realize they've all been... They're not, they're not stuff you just buy regularly at a store. They are, some of them are pieces that, the type that you can combine, but all of them have been heavily modified. Whoever de- did this, I wanted to put their own spin on these miniatures, and they're surrounding him. And slowly coming out of bed, reluctantly, there's this, uh, a teen boy, uh, about maybe 5'4", uh, uh, Caucasian male with, uh, reddish hair up to his, sh- uh, shoulders, looking around, ugh. And then you hear, <laughs> And from a corner, like a smaller bed right next to his bed, out pops this uh, creature that at first you would assume looks like a dog. But upon closer vision, it looks more like a half dog, half otter with these long, deep fangs that goes up to, that gets up, looks at it, and looks at the kid and just goes, strikes its face and starts licking. Just licking. He's like, get down, Felix, get down. And he pushes him off. Roll the soak. Roll the soak. <laughs> the Shane slowly gets up, puts on his, starts putting on his, uh, takes a quick shower, puts on his clothes, and just starts sprinting out because getting up from his bed took 30 minutes. <laughs> so he starts putting put on his clothes, rushing out. His mom starts screaming. His dad goes, "Get son, get back in here. It's going to be later, dad. And you see the creature behind him go up, rush at the two parents, and start licking their faces. And you see the two parents, God damn it, Felix, and just push him away as well. And I, uh, Shane, as he's rushing out, grabs uh, Ego and just walk, runs out the door. All right, that's this perfect '90s kid uh, <laughs> go grabbing at the exactly. end. Exactly. Yeah. Don't forget your Dunkaroos. <laughs> I just and a say, sunny D. I just want to say, Moogie feels very attacked by that description. Of <laughs> the pet I, I, jumping in everyone's here's face. The thing. I, I put use a little Moogie in that description for my pet, <laughs> just a little bit. So, yeah. what does everybody see when they look at your not dog? Mm-hmm. Is it a Yorkie? No, it's, it's no one purely sees chimerical. It. Well, no so, one sees it. It's only. It's only. Okay. Okay. It's a chimeric pet. So basically, a pet of the dreaming. So no regular human can see it. The only reason my parents can see it is because they're enchanted. So they're not fae, mm-hmm. but something happened to them, so they can see the dreaming. World. Okay, cool. So yeah. they, they don't either always... either something was done to them, yes. or uh, or you enchanted them yourself. Yes. Maybe you trusted them enough that you were like, I want to, I want my parents to know what I am. Yeah. Or maybe someone in the community went like, you got two choices. No, either we take I you want... out of your homestead, or <laughs> I want a changeling coming out scene. Mom, I'm oh, a changeling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's... Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, we'll get there. We'll get Absolutely. <laughs> it, no, I mean, it's like what every teenager does, which is find yeah. out something about yourself and immediately involve your parents in every little facet of it. <laughs> <Right>? that's, that's, <laughs> that's how that's it what I was like. Yeah, hey, yeah. Uh, just, I, I, do, I do have one regret about... Uh, encha- or I don't, we'll, I'll try to figure out how my parents were enchanted, but mm-hmm. I do have one regret is that once they finally found out I am part of the Dreaming, they, they're actually more into their Irish heritage than they've ever been before. Oh, wow. <laughs> a lot of potatoes. Uh, a lot of potato dishes. Potatoes. Uh, okay, basically, everything all the time. Here's the thing. I try to leave my house as early as possible during uh, St. Patrick's, Patrick's Day. Like, because they go full, they go all out. What cereal do they get? Oh, no. You have one guess. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So here's a question. Are we like many private schools? Do we have a school uniform? 
Um, not for this one. Okay, this, cool. this school does not require uniform. They're, they are, uh, uh, more progressive and mm-hmm. they, it's, it's more of an arts, uh, art school, a vocational art mm-hmm. school. Uh, so, so you guys are encouraged to let your true selves shine. So really the only required wear is patchouli. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Hey everybody. This is Dave and I am playing Raphael William Duncan. Uh, he's, uh, 17 years old. And let's start with establishing shot of a of a two story house somewhere in the uh, the suburbs, um, or actually in Queens. Yeah, this is technically the suburbs. Yeah. Suburbs, suburbs, yeah. suburbs. This is a very suburban sort yeah. of area of mm-hmm. Queens. Uh, and <clears throat> it's uh, you know row of brick houses. It looks they look remarkably the same. And so camera pans in through an open window with uh, curtains that are flapping in the wind and the same uh the same kind of alarm uh that Shane had um but its back is open it's on top of a mantle and the room is messy it has uh uh it has nothing really adorning the walls uh aside from a calendar and a couple of um a couple of historical newspapers that are in that are in glass but the same kind of the same kind of alarm that Shane had, but the back is open and has been rewired uh, countless times, duct tape all over it, and it starts to go off. And uh, <clears throat> the uh, camera pans over and it's going off, and then it just shows uh, uh, the face of a uh, gaunt uh, Caucasian kid, 17, with a shaved head, and he's just sitting up in bed. With his back to the wall, just kind of looking out and smoking a cigarette, and he's been awake for hours. And then he just hits the hits the alarm, blows the smoke out of the out of the window, and then gets ready for work. Uh, work <laughs> gets ready for. I mean, yeah, when you're 17, it's basically a job you can't escape. Um, gets ready for uh, gets ready for school by opening up his closet, and it's just a bunch of different t-shirts, but he considers it all with this kind of grim determination, and then putting his hands through it, just picks an Operation Ivy t-shirt that looks old and ratty, and as uh, and some jeans. And as he's walking out, uh, the camera stops next to... What's up? No, when you... Just to, to interject a moment <laughs> there, when you put on, you, know, you choose your clothes from the closet, mm-hmm. you close the closet door again and start to walk out. For a second, you hear like a ticking coming from behind, mm-hmm. uh, from inside the closet. And should yep. you look, nothing yep. there. And closes the uh, closes the closet, hears the sound, goes over to his mantle and takes a pill from an RX bottle. Mm-hmm. Uh, and... Uh, opens up a small journal and then writes down the time and writes ticking noises. And it shows the entire page is just like ticking noises. 3 a.m., knocking sound. 4 a.m., like song I can't remember. Mm-hmm. And that's been like happening that. for the past few weeks, especially. Yeah. It's gotten bad. Yeah. You might you might have had little uh, problems, behavioral problems, if you will, yeah. throughout your childhood. But over the past few weeks, it's gotten, it's gotten bad. Mm-hmm. And he grabs his jacket and his backpack and walks out and uh, the camera stops at the front doorway of the house down a long hallway downstairs to the front hallway. And there is a picture of, uh, of Raphael William Duncan next to what are clearly his two parents. And then an older, uh, an older guy with a, uh, 
who bears a, a family resemblance, also has a shaved head, and is wearing the same Operation Ivy t-shirt. Uh, it is Don. And it's you know, that, that couple of minutes before dawn where uh, the sky is sort of gray and it perfectly reflects on the ocean. Uh, we are deep in Queens, in fact, out in the far Rockaways, uh, where it is a small spit of land, a bit of peninsula that juts out from Queens into the bay. And just as the first rays of the actual sun break over the ocean, um, a head pops up out of the water of a teenage girl with uh, long blonde hair that she hasn't tied back. And she's uh, several hundred yards out in the ocean at this point. And she starts swimming back towards shore, towards a dilapidated beach house. Uh, there's a row of houses here. All of them look a little bit worse for wear. This was an area that has been hit by uh, several of the storms that have come through New York in the last couple of years. Uh, so you can tell like all of this beach grass has been eroded away. The ocean is much closer to the front door than you would think would be smart to build. So there's been beach erosion there. Uh, so this is just not a, uh, it is not rich beachfront property by any means. Uh, but this girl, she swims with uh, great speed and grace before she hops out of the water at the beach and uh, runs inside, runs into the, the house, runs past the kitchen and the living room. Um, in the living room, you spot a small corner that has a small memorial that has been put together. You see a picture of an older woman there who does pass a resemblance to the, the girl. It's her grandmother. And the girl, uh, who is Marna Jensen, goes up to her bedroom, takes a bathroom, takes a quick shower, uh, gets dressed for the day, <sighs> Rather nondescript clothes, uh, loose jeans, oversized sweatshirt. Uh, she just pulls a brush through her hair really fast. She's not here to make a strong impression on anybody. Um, but the last thing that she does before she uh, heads out is hanging on the back of her door is a silvery gray uh, scarf. It's actually kind of the same color as that sky head, that pre-dawn sky was. And she stops in her mirror and she does take a minute to figure out how she's going to drape the scarf that day. She goes through a couple of different ways of tying it before she settles on kind of tying it into an infinity scarf and looping it around twice. And she uh, runs downstairs. She's also running a bit late, uh, seems to be the, the pattern of the crew at this table. Uh, so she just grabs a Pop-Tart before uh, hmm. running off to uh, running it back out, and she uh, eats it like in two bites, like, and the pop tart is gone. And rather than running to a bus or the subway, she runs back out to the ocean and jumps in. And as as you splush into the water, there's uh, if 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 you blink just right, you see that what goes into the water isn't isn't a girl, but rather a seal. Mm -hmm. Because he moved much faster in seal form as well. <laughs> so he's running a, late. So as a seal person, did you eat a pup tart? Oh. <laughs> That's racist. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Billy. Take us home. The, the scene starts with the alarm going off, and my character uh, immediately opens his eyes, realizing that he had hit the snooze alarm probably on the eighth time. And he grabs, looks at the clock, and realizes it is... Just, he's, he's running so incredibly late. And the first thing that comes out of his mouth is, oh, pickles. And he rolls over, uh, this six 
for heavy set, kind of is more pear shaped than anything that he really wants to describe. Um, as he goes around trying to uh, grab like anything that he, uh, that will fit him, he puts on some, uh, you know, some cool guy surfer shorts and throws on an anime t-shirt, uh, looks in the mirror, sees his hair, uh, looks in the mirror and realizes he's probably grown an inch since last night and kind of ducks down to see his kind of acne filled face, his crazy ass hair that doesn't seem like he can actually try to style it, even though he tries to style it. And then he reaches out and grabs his uh, bull rim glasses and puts them on just as he hears uh, the front door open up and his brother uh, yelling out from below. You're going to miss your ride nugget. And he's like, oh, pickles! And he's running down the stairs immediately going through this really fancy house. I mean, for New York City, to have, like, two stories is a big deal. But this might even have three stories. And he's just running down the stairs quickly, gets to the door, opens it up, just as he sees his brother and his friends laughing at him as they take off driving in, I don't know, a convertible. And he's like, oh, pickles! So he goes immediately to his garage, and you hear just, like, a bunch of stuff falling to the side and suddenly coming out of the garage... uh, Riding a bike that probably is designed for a boy that's a hundred pounds lighter than him is him, and he starts chasing after the, uh, the the convertible. The convertible, of course, could absolutely outrun him, but they don't. Instead, a couple of the friends stand up and start throwing little wads of paper at him. <laughs> oh, pickles! He says as they he's trying his best, and finally, when they get to the uh, the crossroads, his brothers hits the brake. Uh, but unfortunately, my character was going as fast as he can, slams into the bumper of the car, falls over, then my brother takes off. <laughs> and he just lays there for a second and says, oh, pickles. <laughs> Stands up, looks down, the wheel's broken. Tosses it to the side, and he just starts booking <laughs> it towards uh, the train station the entire time. His uh, his f- shirt not even fully buttoned as he's trying to make himself presentable. And he gets to the, the train yard just as he sees the train start going off. And he's like, oh, pickles! <laughs> and finally... About 25 minutes past when he should have been at school, he is huffing his way up and on into the stairs of the school, which is about to get to it. But before you do, uh, as, as you run off on the street, uh, you know, t- trying to tuck your shirt in, uh, last minute, uh, the house that you came from, uh, one of the upper windows, there are two utterly beautiful and perfect <laughs> figures <laughs> tall and slender with pointed ears and luminous eyes holding one another's hands and gazing out with these glowing violet eyes into the street looking after you and the the man says to to the female one you guess that from your side of the family you know <laughs> Please, I won't be mad. Please say you had an affair. (laughs) (laughs) Just please. (laughs) That's amazing. (laughs) All right, and so... You should have swallowed that uh, I was... And by the way, you should also know my brother is an incredibly beautiful. Yes, he is man. also. He's also a she. He, is he a full she or is he like Kanane? Uh, what's uh, a Kanane? Kanane is like a just a mortal, but he's got some fairy blood in him. Uh, he is no. He's 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 a full. He's full gone she. through the whole thing. Okay, he's, like, a, he's a full she. Okay. And my parents were extremely excited when I was also starting to go through this. Right, they should have seen the glamour coming, and mm. then it happened. I was in a. I was a very beautiful young boy. Yes, and yes. then the all that muscle kind of just went in the middle. Mm. Mm-hmm. Puberty hit like a six and a half foot tall blue skin Nordic giant. Got it. Uh, all right. Oh, and so, oh. and considering my description, I'm gonna go ahead and re- take one from melee and put it into crafts. 
So it makes sense for my character. Go for it. Yeah. Also, um, and of all of us, Billy, your character's uh, face seeming um, looks the most distinct from your actual person, right? Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So, so to what you described is how you look to other kids. You're still you're a large kid. I am a large. Yeah. yeah, And your stats and your stats reflect that. Mm -hmm. But your your fairy side, like what what your friends see when they look at you, uh, is more of a a, a sort of your skin is blue first of all. So start off with that, uh, which leads to many jokes from red caps about uh, uh, trolls being Smurfs, which they do not appreciate, and and bloodshed usually ensues. Yeah, and I definitely have like tusks coming. Yeah, you have like tusks, and you have uh, short because you're still young uh, horns coming from your forehead, dark black horns starting to to. They're very small, and yeah. I'm there. very ashamed. Yeah. But, you're, but you're blue like your favorite orc from that weirdo podcast you like listening to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, we're not saying Billy has a type, but he is playing a large, strong, It is not a podcast, it is a lifestyle. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I donate $20 every month to their Patreon, and I get so many uh, great benefits. Would you like to know more? <laughs> you see, donating the Fanable allows me to go into their Discord, where we talk about many great <laughs> it allows me to get early access to their entire episodes. It's amazing. And not only do they have episodes about things such as Vampire the Masquerade and Shadowrun, but they also have two other things such as the long shot and the solo shot. Now, let me go on to the, each one of these. <laughs> Archie is, by the way, saying all of this to himself as he's walking into the school uh, 20 minutes late. And if you uh, get hungry during the podcast, why not consider Blue Apron? <laughs> Wait, are you making me read this copy because I'm blue? <laughs> They've I think our pickles. new style of uh, 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 you know sliding in those ads is going great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> subtle, very subtle. <laughs> All right, and so uh, our good friend Archie arrives twenty minutes late after the rest of uh, our group is already inside and sitting in homeroom uh, to the Charles Decay School for the Creative and Performing Arts. It is a high school. It is it has the full complement of regular high school classes. With an extra focus on the arts and creativity, they have one of the city's best local young theater troops. Uh, they have choir practice. They have uh, they they have all sorts of art exhibitions throughout the year. Um, they have uh, an excellent creative writing program, and uh, and unbeknownst to most of mortal New York, it is uh, a school run by changelings specifically designed and created to nurture younger changelings and teach them about the history of their of their people uh teach them how to uh embrace their natures and control and 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 grow their magical abilities etc there are many mortal humans because changelings are still fairly rare rare there are not enough of you to really populate a a, a full school um so so there are still the majority of students are still just plain old regular humans, very creative ones, which has a nice side effect. Being around all these creative humans means it's pretty easy for you to, to gain glamour from the, from the constant buzz of creativity that happens in this building. So as you all arrived, um, despite being teenagers and so instinctively having a, a certain resistance to the idea of being in school, this school in particular always feels very welcoming to you because of the trains. Yes. The J- giant trains <laughs> just going everywhere. Train crashes through. I'm here! This school always feels very welcoming to you because it is it is soaked 
through with glamour and with all this creativity and art that has that has been there throughout the years and has been nurtured uh, by your people. Uh, and uh, Billy Archie, uh, you run through the halls, uh, not subtly at all. You're a big guy, and so Trump, 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 Trump. And you get to the to the classroom just in time for uh, uh, the homeroom teacher, Miss Pearl, who is uh, she's a short woman. She's uh, barely uh, four foot eight. Um, she is uh, more. If we're gonna go with a shape, she's more round than anything else. A very, uh, very plump, uh, uh, woman, but still young. There's a sparkle in her eyes. Uh, her skin is, is dark and, uh, and she speaks with a, an Indian accent, which I will probably not try to do because I don't want to offend that entire giant nation. Um, and I've, I've have not practiced my Indian accent in any way, shape or form. Uh, but, like, uh, you'll shit talk smaller nations like no tomorrow. Oh yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. I'm not afraid of them. Yeah. Uh, but, but, but no, yeah, we don't like doing accents that uh, isn't spot on. Isn't that right, yeah, exactly. David? Exactly. Harder, harder. That was <laughs> you nailed that Micronesian. Uh, <laughs> thank you. Um, but yes, Miss Pearl, uh, and she's she still has like a certain vivaciousness to her. She's still very young. Uh, you know, uh, she has uh, bright uh, brown eyes to to most of the normal kids. Uh, but for for those of you. Who have already awakened the, the three changelings in our group, uh, she stands out as a boggan. Uh, the, the, so this is a kith of, uh, changelings that are very much like homebodies. They're, they're the, they're the, they're the bedrock of changeling society. Uh, they're, they're very welcoming. They're very, uh, social. Uh, usually if there's a, a bartender, there's a solid chance it's a boggan or otherwise it's a satyr and he's drinking as much as the patrons are. Um, and uh, she is in the middle of, of giving the basic uh, daily homeroom announcements. And uh, and she's just saying, and so kids, we are, remember that tonight, tonight is the great Halloween dance. So be sure you all have your tickets, right? You all have your tickets. And that's when uh, Archie uh, comes in uh, opening the door. <laughs> I'm uh I'm sorry I my uh, my bike broke. It, of course everybody starts laughing yeah. as soon as you say. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh, God pickles. <laughs> and then uh, uh, Miss Pearl uh, Archie, take your seat. Thank you, Miss Pearl. And he's going to go to the front seat. When he started this school, he was perfect for the front row. He was smaller. Now, after hitting his growth spurt, he's just a giant big shrub in front of everybody. He just sits in it, kind of sucking in his gut to guy to get uh, to allow himself to fit. Um, I would like to use metamorphosis on his desk chair. Go for it, oh, you dick! <laughs> Go for it. All right. This is exactly the application of changeling powers that was intended. <laughs> yeah. Yes, perfect. All right, so let's start. We're going to cast our first cantrip, and it's being cast by Angela, Happy no birthday. less. Happy birthday. birthday, Angela. So, step one, you're going to cast, you're cho- choosing your art. It's metamorphosis. Yes. It's the only one you have. Uh, which level of it are you using? I am using... Turn it into a dragon. Yeah. <laughs> 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 the thing is, you kind of could. So I know, I totally could. But no, I'm, I'm just going gonna, gonna to shrink it. All right, you're just going to shrink it down. All right, perfect. So the realm for that is prop. 
Right. Uh, like, how, how much, just to make it, like, more ridiculous? It depends on how many successes yeah, she gets. Yeah, it depends on how many successes she gets. Mm-hmm. So you're almost prop. So just rolling the two right. dice so, for prop? So you're, so uh, you're rolling prop and the art. rating on your art. So oh. five. So you are rolling uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Don't roll yet. So your default difficulty for this roll is eight, because you're casting a cantrip. However, you can choose to uh, uh, do a bunk. That's basically some kind of action that will lower that difficulty. The more interesting uh, and or uh, dangerous and or uh, takes time you want to do it, the better it's going to be. If you do something just very quick and one-off, like you snap a pencil or something, that's probably just going to be a minus one. If you, like, flip your desk, that's probably a <laughs> minus three. Uh, so, uh, your choice. Um, <laughs> Take out a slide whistle and That'd be amazing. Uh, I'm going to knock my papers off my desk. All right. I'll give that a, a, a minus two to difficulty, bringing you down to six, uh, because it does draw attention to you. And in fact, it's very handy because there are mortal children around. Uh, so as their attention kind of falls back to your, your fluttering papers, you let this little burst. This is not subtle. Other changelings in the room will know that you cast a thing. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Just letting you know. Uh, so your difficulty is six and you need to spend one glamour point because this is a physical, uh, a physical, uh, uh, effect that you're doing. Um, I and that's it. Watch. Just roll and let's see what you get. Monster. Hmm. One success. Do ones take away? Uh, they do. Oh, they do. All right. Well, then zero successes. And so you got you another one, don't you? But I can't botch if I rolled any. No, no. Successes, if you rolled right? a single success originally, you don't, it's not a botch. It's just a oh, fail. Oh, okay, right. cool. So yeah. just failed. All right. So unfortunately, you failed. So the the glamour goes, uh, you know, gathers and everything. But as everybody in the class, you're, you're a little bit too good with the papers. And as everybody in the class sort of turns to look at you, you realize maybe you drew a little bit more attention to yourself than you intended, and you get a little bit flustered at the moment, and 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 the spell kind of fizzles. Uh, you still unfortunately did spend the glamour oh, no, to do it, but mm-hmm. it's it's it, this school is very easy to regain. Uh, but you but you tried, uh, whether Archie way noticed to, or not. Uh, way to bring in enough wind to mess up my stuff, Archie. Oh God, no. <laughs> I, I didn't bring it in. I just, I just, I walked. I'm fine. Is it changeling the reason I always used to get an erection when I had to do a, uh, uh, like a presentation <laughs> in middle school and high school? That's, yeah, that's, that's why, right? That's because the, the, like, the chimera comes yeah, just right? start okay, yeah. Somebody spent yeah. glamour. Yeah. 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 And I was that's... like, oh, right. My presentation is today. Yeah. Yeah. Never happened to me once during high school. Never, ever. <laughs> I love. I am living for the the uh, the looks on Angela's faces as I continue to make yeah, jokes. Yeah, like oh, it's it's the game I'm playing for my birthday. We're playing a game with magic, and now the guys across the table from from me are talking about boners. <laughs> Got it. Happy <laughs> birthday! This is, this is, no, this the gift the is I'm not going to be like this for the rest of the year. <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm will. just making the jokes now, guys. Pass me the big box of dice, please. <laughs> Right. Oh. Are you going to cast uh, something? No, no, just want just want that. Just want that. Jesus, guys, what the hell is the... What's, what's your <laughs> deal? Just everybody's just like... Billy walks into the room and everybody's just like... <laughs> so, uh, like, are we Lightning sophomores? Bolt. Are we seniors? Are we juniors? Uh, I was thinking you're probably guys are probably juniors unless you want to be younger or older. I was going for but you're all But you're all in the same class, so... Uh, 
Sophomore or juniors, guys? I vote. Uh, we'll just I, do a vote. David already established that he's 17, so he'd have to at least be a junior. Unless, oh, junior, yeah, unless junior. you got held back for a year for whatever reason. We, we, but we're role playing, so we're going to say that didn't happen. Sh- okay, yeah, sophomores. Yeah, exactly. we, we can, yeah, we can edit. Like, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Well, sophomores. Okay. Sophomores. All right. Nice. So you're all. So you're all 16, 15, between 15 and 17. Okay. That's where you're, you're all at. Okay. I think my character probably got hit, got held back. Actually, yeah, yeah, makes yeah, sense. Yeah. Yeah. Not necessarily because of you know like. Not being smart enough, but yeah, yeah, he said, a, yeah we established you've had you've had issues. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. Uh, yeah. so. One too many concerts. Yep. Yes. Yes. Truancy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's it. Concerts. Um, so as this all happens, uh, Miss Pearl uh, turns her eyes, which two two changeling eyes are are not so much brown as as amber deep glowing amber uh, and uh, her bushy eyebrows which actually curl up at the ends and kind of come out in like little little bushy uh, uh, spikes to either side and she turns her attention to 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 uh, to Mar- Marne? Marna? Marna. Marna. Yeah, Marna. Uh, she turns her attention to Marna and goes Miss Jensen we have spoken about pranks in class i didn't do anything archie brought the he slammed the door so hard the wind gust uh, knocked my papers down <sighs> she just stares at the teacher yeah. daring her to defy <laughs> yeah. the story and she's like she just kind of like stares back uh Bogans can be surprisingly like steely uh eyed so she just stares back she's like it's okay i i did slam the door really hard i'm i'm sorry marna I just give her a, a Miss Pearl a look of saying it's cool. Yeah, she she was like reaching in her pocket to pull out what you know is like a demerit pack. She was like, "You were gonna get sent to the principal mm-hmm. just because." And then as Archie uh, Archie speaks, she kind of Archie, young Mister uh, young Mister Bishop, you will be on time from now on for class. Yes, yes. I'm sorry, Miss Pearl. All right. Now, unless anybody else has any more disruptions, we were talking about the Halloween dance tonight. You all have your tickets, correct? Oh, pickles. <laughs> <laughs> and she she kind of like lowers her head a moment as she hears Archie mumbling or like, you all also registered when you bought your tickets. If you did not bring them to the school today, you can go to the principal's office and pick up a copy of your ticket. Just remember, tonight, 7 p.m., be here. It'll be fun and also required. <laughs> <laughs> Mandatory fun. Yes. <laughs> Mandatory fun. Mm-hmm. And, and she she sounds a little like 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 frustrated as she she has a required part. Uh, but it's like, and it, it will be fun. So I'm looking forward to seeing all your costumes tonight. Be sure to wear something breathable so you can dance. Now and she just lifts a finger as if she just knows. Like, and ring, the bell rings, uh, signaling the start of classes. Yep. And, uh, and, excuse me, Raph's, uh, Raph, like, clutches his ears for a second. Goes, ah! Yes. Ah! Ah! Um, and he digs into his bag uh, and takes out uh, a pill bottle and mm-hmm. takes another one and then writes it into his journal. Like, 8 a.m., bell went off, headaches are back. All right, nice. and so classes begin. You may either go to the same classes, or you might get split up. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll we'll just do a little quick vignette on each one of you and like how how your kind of day goes without playing out every class. Mm-hmm. Uh, but as uh, Raf uh, Raphael, as mm-hmm. you're uh, starting to head out to your next class, uh, 
Miss, what did I say? Her name? Uh, Miss Pearl. Miss Frizzle. Uh, Miss Frizzle. <laughs> uh, yeah, Miss Pearl uh, uh, puts her hand uh, towards you. She doesn't touch you. Uh, and uh, she goes, uh, Mr. Duncan, are, are you feeling well? Um, yeah. Um, just um, uh, headaches. Um, because uh, I started running recently mm-hmm. and. Like, I run, like, super fast, and I'm probably, like, dehydrated, because I run so fast. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, Flash. Keep it together. And so, um, you know, that's, uh, no, I'm fine. I'm, like, super fine. Just need to drink water, you know? It's like, uh, Mr. Uh, Pepsa from uh, PE. I don't Do we have a name for the PE? Uh, yes, no, it's Mrs. Uh, so she's Miss Periwinkle. It's like Miss Periwinkle says, like, you know, like, drink, drink a cup of water for every mile you want to run or, you know, I should, I should, I should do that. And so as, as you're, as you're speaking, uh, she's, she's, you know, she's, she's listening to you intently. She's, she seems curious and concerned and she, she pauses and, and, and she does a little like, flutter with her hand that you've seen her do before um you know you're not sure if it's a, if it's a cultural thing or a family thing you've never quite figured it out but occasionally it's like or maybe it's just a nervous tick uh but she kind of does that and goes like all right well hurry to class just make sure to stay hydrated and if you need anything just go to the nurse all right don't be afraid to raise your hand and speak up okay thank you um thank you miss pearl i'll, I'll um I'll, I'll do that all thank, right thank you and uh you don't notice this in character. Out of character, letting you know, mm-hmm. she just used a, a cantrip. I rolled, got two successes. Mm-hmm. Uh, she stole your pills. Oh, cool. Nice. <coughs> she stole your bones. Your bones are gone. Your bones. How many successes did you get? Just one. Just one. What? You're powerful. Because, Dave, you just made that joke about boners. So, well, Do I notice? No. She no. rolled a one. So I just slither away. <laughs> You've always been like this. You'll always be like this. <laughs> oh, God. Hit a drain. Hit a drain. Yeah. <laughs> it gets weird. Boneless, not liquid. <laughs> uh, all right. I don't know. My character's not doing too well in bios. <laughs> all right. So go ahead. We'll go around the table again, starting with Jesus, and just give us a quick vignette of how your, how your school day goes. And also... Quick question, very important. Do we do forty-five minute chunks of oh class, God. or are we block? Are we block classing? Block schedule. Block schedule. Block schedule. Mm-hmm. I fucking hated block. I, I yeah, hate yeah. school. So, <laughs> well, that's fair. That's fair. All right. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, honestly, I've not thought of in like fifteen years. Yeah, it was <laughs> a debate because we switched. Oh, yeah. So we had like debates amongst the student body and shit. So, okay. Uh, question. So basically, we're, what we do throughout the day, and then what time do we stop? Uh, yeah, it's so you get out early afternoon, so around two, three p.m. Uh, mm-hmm. on most days, and uh, then after that, you've got a few hours to yourself before the for the uh, mandatory fun tonight. Okay. Oh, uh, Jesus, uh, as you're leaving, uh, Archie bumps into you and mumbles, mm-hmm. uh, d- "Lunch block A, okay. meet in the usual place." All right. And he taps no the problem. side of his nose and walks off. All right. Cool, man. And he's, I slap you in the back. And we're walking and like, off. Yep. And as I'm walking off, I pause for a second. Uh, as we're closing, is um, Marna, Marna yeah. still in her chair? I don't know. Can you tell me? Uh, sure. 
I'm going to cast Kindle to heat it up to uncomfortable levels. <laughs> oh, all right. Because I'm a paladin. You don't mess with my friends. Yeah. Uh, so phenomenal <laughs> cosmic power. <laughs> so, all right. So your roll will be uh, Pyretics plus prop. Yep. And uh, what level prop do you have? Mm-hmm. Uh, two. Yeah. Okay. That's, a, that's enough for a chair. Yeah. Um, and uh, this is, so it's going to require a glamour point because it's a, it's a physical. Uh, okay. Yeah. It's a, you're, we are li- you're physically warming something up. Oh, Fair enough. Add a glamour by PE. <laughs> <laughs> it's why we're in, a, <laughs> we're in an art school. It's yeah. fine. And uh, so your base difficulty is eight. Are you doing any bunks to lower that? Um, snapping one of my pencils. All right. So that's a minus one. Okay. Uh, and go for it. So your difficulty is seven. Uh, no successes. <laughs> uh, no successes a and a one. Oh, that's a botch. <laughs> oh, that's a botch. <laughs> that is a botch. <laughs> this is what you people get for being mean to each other. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, so botches, botches are a specifically uh, bad thing. Oh, yeah. yeah. I assumed as much. Yeah, especially when casting cantrips. Would it? No, never rolled one, never gonna. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is it? I'm not gonna waste a willpower on this. Go ahead. <laughs> so let's uh, make sure we know exactly Can what we happens. retro? Can we spend a willpower after a roll? No, you never have to declare it before. You're fair enough. And what is the benefit of willpower in this? System? It just gives you a free, um, a free uh, success. success, which okay. means when you spend a willpower, you never botch. Okay, fair enough. You might not succeed still. Okay, you, may, you might get canceled out, but you will at least never botch. Okay, perfect. All right, so let's take a tag very never quick botch. look. Mm-hmm. Casting arts and realms says I don't remember exactly what it was that happens when you just stake his bones. <laughs> <You've already discussed laughs> your, bones <laughs> yeah, your bones are gone. Yeah, bones. You know what? <laughs> you know what? That's fair. <laughs> See, she's just putting bones into bags all day. Like, the kids are really rambunctious. I've stolen like seven skeletons. <laughs> the science all- teacher, though, really appreciates it. Oh, I've yeah. taken all the bones, and now I'll give them the freshmen when they're giving presentations. <laughs> bones. Why? Nice. Why? It's just going to be a, it's going to look like a bunch of pack. Pac-Mans who got like chomped on by ghosts at the dance. Just a lot of did you ever see the Pac-Man TV show? Cartoon? Yeah. Yeah, they would become all boneless when they got chomped. Yeah. It's terrifying. And recently I looked up because I was just like did that happen? You ever have a memory from your childhood and you're kind of sure it's a fever dream? So I looked (laughs) it up and there's like oh boy, there's like an entire side of the internet that's just illustrations of pack people when they got chomped post-chomping and I'm like, oh cool, so like it's like it's like uh, fan stuff like okay, cool, okay, chomped, okay Mrs. Pac-Man chomped, Mr. Pac-Man chomped, Junior Pac-Man chomped, none of this is actually like them doing anything this is sex stuff Yep. <laughs> yep. It's sex stuff. someone yep. gets off yeah. on this mm-hmm. very specific <laughs> It takes and all there, kinds of And there's David. a genre for this. No yes. kink shaming here. You know, uh, whatever Mr. and Mrs. Pac-Man get up to into their... Anyway. Okay, so anyway. Uh, so you, you try and cast your cantrip, um, but maybe you're a little rusty with this. We haven't done it in a while. Maybe uh, maybe you just got unlucky. Maybe the, the flow of glamour uh, went against you. But when you when you snap your pencil and try and do it, the glamour that you were trying to focus into her chair to, to raise the temperature goes into the pencil itself, and it catches fire yeah! and uh, almost burns your fingers. You you take no damage, mm-hmm. but but there's like a smoldering pencil on the floor, and uh, mark down a point of nightmare uh, as oh as, no. the, as the crazy glamour starts uh, 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 sort of interfering a, a little bit with this. Uh, botches are bad. Yeah, watch it, hot stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, I stomp on the pencil. Oh, God, I wonder if Professor X ever went through a day like today. <laughs> All right. Um, but go on, Dave. What's, what's your day like? Oh, right, yes. Uh, but remember, 
lunchtime. Okay, yeah. So, <laughs> so I go to. Is there a free block before I can don't have to do anything? Or you tell me. Is this, okay. this is your schedule. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So basically, I first class I go to is math class, which I try to sleep through, but the teacher there keeps throwing a chalk at my head. Uh, next class is an art class, which I have a. I do have an interesting. We're working with Clay. I'm trying to make a, a scale model of the Gundam XT, which is part of the new show that's coming out next week. Uh, and then f- during my free block, I head downstairs to um, the miniatures club. Uh, Terry's there, and we start working on a model. All right. Yep. Yeah. So you're staking your time. Um, do you oh, and wanna- Terry's my friend in the in the miniatures club. Gotcha. Do you want to try and regain that point of yes. glamour that you had? Yes, I do. All right. So, so she is Terry, your, your dreamer, I believe. She is my dreamer. Yes. All right. Great. So, how are you? How are you inspiring her to, okay. to create something? Uh, okay. So we just got the new. Uh, we actually got the new Beast of of Chaos mod. One of the new uh, the book of the Beast of Chaos models. The starter set, and it's it's actually one of the new Beastmen, and it's 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 you know it's a generic movie of a Beastman with like a goat man with mm-hmm. like a giant axe, and he's charging at people. He's like. And I'm doing a terror like, I, I, this is cool. This is totally cool. But maybe we can make it cooler. Maybe we can have it like have wings. Like evil dark, dark wings that flap into the night. And then, and he can go be like, I'm Beast Man. And he's just chopping up people. You want to try that? It's like, I can make some wings, says Terry. And that's what's happening. All right. Great. So you will uh, roll. Mm-hmm. I believe it is. It's, it's uh, Kenny it's, plus perception. I yeah. Think. It's it's basically, yeah. What, whatever makes sense because you're, you're inspiring. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, so it's whatever would make sense for, for that inspiration. Uh, okay. So probably something social. Uh, mm-hmm. Maybe uh, do you have any empathy or expression? I have one in empathy, and I have zero in expression. So I'm right, so go empathy. so go with uh, uh, charisma or manipulation, depending on how you're going around it. With uh, plus okay. plus expression. Right. I thought it was always perception plus kenning for glamour, but no, no, because you're you're doing like an inspiration role, so you're trying to, to inspire. Uh, okay, I with that. I might have to change some things around later on. But yeah. no, that's fine. That's fine. Okay. So just three. Oh, that is oh, wow! Three nice. successes, nine, yeah. nine, ten. Plus, you had a free success because yes. she is your dreamer. Yep. So you regain four points of glamour. I only have the, the one no. You spot. can you can uh, your temporary glamour can, can go higher. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. Nope. I'm pretty sure it can. Nope. That's why you buy extra glamour. Uh, it's more for your glamour. Anyway, uh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, don't mean to contradict. Yeah. No, 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 it's okay. Like I said, <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure that was there. Anyway, just mark down that you got four. We'll uh, three of them. We'll I'll figure out the rules. We'll, so we'll, we'll see. We'll yeah. see if it's temporary. But okay. I'm pretty sure your temporary glamour can go higher. It's just that your glamour rating for certain roles. Okay, but I'll figure that out. And how long does the temporary, if there is temporary glamour, last? Uh, well, we don't know. We're no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, this is yeah. No. Normally, okay. you just, just starts until you spend it. Okay, all right. Yeah, that's what that's what I'm I'm, I'm checking to make okay. sure. We'll check. Okay, yeah. All right, so at least you you do regain the glamour that you spent back. Yep. Um, so keep in mind, since you do that, yeah, that point of nightmare, uh, next time you roll to make a cantrip, um, you'll have to designate one of your dice as a nightmare dice. Special stuff happens if you roll it. Oh boy, great, great, and uh, no, yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, and then uh, beyond that, uh, I just go to lunch. All right, sounds good, Dave. Uh, well, considering uh, uh, I'm just a normal teenager. <clears throat> Uh, yeah, so, excuse me, Raph, Raphael is going to his class, it's, it's, it's a chemistry class, he, he does, he likes the science, he doesn't like the people, he would be really good at this class, um, if it weren't for all of the people and having lab partners. Oh, you'd be great if it was just like you and a YouTube channel. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Uh, and so he routinely asks to work by himself and he's routinely told like no you have to work with a partner that's the important part and um and he does things like he will put on his test um 
you know, on the, on the report afterwards, they'll have the control variant and then they'll have the experiment variant and then they'll have any sort of X factors and he will always write the name of his partner on his, on his answer. Um, and yeah, so he does shitty little things like that. And right now he is, uh, he's just flipping through a book. Uh, and, uh, as he's flipping through the book, sitting down, it is a, uh, it's, it's, a, it's a, um, what's, what's that called when you speed up the video of time sync, time, uh, delay, time. Fast forward? Yeah, it's yeah. kind of like a fast forward. He's moving at the same speed where he's, um, <clears throat> where he's just flipping through the book and making notes and occasionally getting headaches, but everyone around him is just racing around and the people change and then things slow down and then, uh, he he uh, looks at his watch and in a in a wide eyed panic covers his ears as the alarm goes off again. All right, uh, Marna. Uh, she's uh, what does Miss Pearl teach when she's not homeroom teacher? Uh, she teaches. Uh, no, she's just a uh, sorry history. All right. So uh, since Marna had stayed in her seat, she sits through history first, and she's totally obviously checked out she is not paying any attention mm-hmm. to the lecture uh, she's doodling in her margins not the only student that does this it is a arts high school so there's lots of of doodlers uh in the class mm-hmm. um but uh more than once marna is uh like muttering things to other students uh she's paying just enough attention to figure out where can she make a joke out of the lecture. Yeah. Uh, so like anytime uh, a name can even marginally become a double entendre, she mutters it. So, you know, just loud enough that the kids around her start to, to giggle and chuckle. Uh, and then her next class that she goes to, it is, um, her theater class mm-hmm. where they are working on improv. And it is obvious that Marna is just there to steal the show. Uh, she's not, it's not that she's like, that that this is something that she really enjoys or like this is what she intends on her career to be. It's just what can she do to get the biggest laugh out of people? It is not always appropriate. It is not always being a team player. It is just let's make them laugh. God, Marna, you can't enter every scene saying, I have a gun. (laughs) 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 And uh, uh, Dave, you're right. Uh, Your Max Glamour can't go past uh, past your... your No, no, no. no. You you are right. You are right. It's it's, it's like willpower in that sense, that your your temporary willpower points can never be higher than your your max willpower point. So you you did a great job. Mm -hmm. You inspired her, but you you really only just topped up. That's fair. But it's still nice to inspire your friends. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's a good bonus, I guess. All right, Archie. How do you how do you spend your time before lunch? Yeah, Archie is uh, you know his first class is going to be uh, his first class is math, which he excels at mm-hmm. quickly. Just and it's one of those. Uh, do we have a math teachers or not yet? Uh, she hasn't. She or he hasn't been defined. So <laughs> feel free to create. Uh, it's one of those math teachers. Is this is their last year before retirement, and they're yeah. good teachers, but they're really just kind of phoning it in. Just like okay, we've talked about this. Let's, do this worksheet for an hour and a half as I as I as I read this newspaper. Yeah. So and Archie does and he does well. And after that, as he's moving uh, down the hallway, um, he starts hearing chuckles from everybody. And suddenly, mm-hmm. somebody kicks him in the butt, and he spins around and just glares at him. And then he gets another kick in the ass. Yeah. He spins around, glares at people, like, "Hey, stop it!" And suddenly, he feels something like a hand on his shoulder, and he feels something being ripped off of his the back of his shirt, and it's his brother mm-hmm. who is. 
Uh, I don't know. It's your, your brother. Oh, you gave him a name. You actually uh, said he, he was actually one of your NPCs. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, right. I forgot. We decided he was your uh, Mr. McDougal. He was your uh, <laughs> uh, oh, your brother. No, his <laughs> so his, his his name is Harry. He's a senior at the school, and uh, he is uh, sort of the uh, unofficial but undisputed king of the school, if you will. Uh, you know, a, a tall, beautiful she, uh, a, a young man with uh, with a cocky smile. Uh, he is uh, he is of House Gwydion, which uh, you all would know is the the most noble of the houses or at least they certainly consider themselves that and will fight anyone who says different um and and he is a, he is a leader of his own little small but well-known motley um and uh and he was actually knighted last year after an incident in which a manticore got loose in the library uh some say archie may or may not have been involved in the manticore getting loose uh the world will never know <laughs> and uh because his parents <laughs> made sure of that yeah my parents say yeah the, the lawyers have made sure of that. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. Uh, thank you, Archie. And uh, he just kind of rolls his eyes and keeps walking away. Yep. He's yep. not going to let him me get picked on too much. And then my character goes to literature. And after that, he, he, he's, he goes to, he doesn't, he skips lunch. And instead, he goes to the theater area. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's a small little door that most people have ignored. But he looks around quickly. Uh, pulls, pushes away some of the clothing rack and opens it up and like stoops down and crawls through it until he gets to like in a forgotten little area where they used to probably store props and stuff where they, but no longer. It's kind of forgotten. And instead, there's a big, there's a, a, a large TV and one of those old uh, big screen TVs that, you know, it's big, hefty how they get in in here, but it's, it's a big screen. And he, uh, sits down and, and hooks up his laptop to it. And he waits for a couple of the, uh, nerds and they are clearly nerd crowd, mm-hmm. uh, comes in and Shane, who is a not so nerd crowd or very nerdy or, I'm not, uh, nerdy ish. Nerdy-ish. Nerd adjacent. Nerd adjacent, yep. Yeah, I actually uh, crawl in. I'm actually, in my hand, I actually grabbed uh, a slice of pizza that I grabbed from uh, lunch, and it was, I'm just kidding. So what's up today? Okay, guys. um, What's that girl's name that took over? Uh, Her name is Jenna. Jenna Smith. And she's a human? She is a human, but a canine. So she does have uh, fairy blood in her, and she can, she sees you and knows what you are, and she is, she is part of, she's a cousin, if you will. Okay, cool. Um, as you guys close, uh, please close the door. And as you guys close the door, uh, Archibald turns around and he's wearing a fish tie, a Star Wars tie. And he's like, ladies and gentlemen, I am here to offer you first pizza. And it's Domino's that he had brought and it had delivered. And there's fruit punch. And I also would like to also bring your face to this. And he activates bring and it's. <laughs> and he hits a button, and on the TV starts a little slideshow saying, Archibald Bishop, what does he stand for? Anime. And it just it shows him at various anime conventions. As you might have known, he was the president of the anime club freshman year until he was, he was horribly betrayed by the Soska of anime people. Jenna Smith. Dun, dun, dun. What do we know about Jenna Smith? Well, what we do know is she endure, she considers Digimon an anime. She considers, uh, uh, The Last Airbender anime. She considered herself to be a perfect president for the anime club. Come this February, remember to vote Archie Smith, uh, Archie Bishop as anime president. 
Thank you. And uh, for the next hour and a half hour uh, of lunch, I present the uh, uncut version of uh, High School of the Damned. And he turns on the <laughs> anime, all all fan service and everything, and we sit there eating pizza and watching anime. Mm-hmm. So yeah, no, and that's all we do for uh, lunch. We watch a incredibly horrible anime, but since we're teenage boys, we are we 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 say it's artistic because it yeah, has yeah, I, I did that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, if you think about it, they're empowered. They're yep. empowered. <laughs> I'm sorry, you're so uh, that sexualization <laughs> makes you so scared. Uh, I'm just more of a uh, I'm advanced like that. Yeah. She chooses to dress like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and as as you're as you're having this uh, impromptu meeting uh, in the school and your election, uh, yeah, and you and you are uh, uh, airing uh, High School of the Dead. Um, there's there's a knock on the on the little meeting room door and uh, and the door opens, uh, revealing uh, the gym teacher, Miss Periwinkle. Now, Miss Periwinkle, don't, don't let the name fool you, uh, is uh, there's really no easy way to say this other than stunning. She is to to your eyes, your changeling eyes. Uh, she is uh, clearly a satyr. Satyrs have. Setters can't usually hide what they are. They've got the big curling goat horns, the goat legs, um, and they just exude this sort of, uh, seductive quality. There's this earthy, um, just sensuality. Uh, not necessarily, not necessarily sexuality unless they're, they're pushing that. Uh, but, but it's, it's hard to, to keep your thoughts pure around a satyr, uh, whether you want to or not, and whether, and in, in that case, whether they're trying to or not, uh, which. Well, song crotches for everybody. Which is actually super easy when I was 17. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. And since this is an adult entering a room, uh, where anime is being played, it is the worst possible moment. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Where boobs are Exactly. Everywhere. She yeah. walks in, uh, <laughs> to, to inform you guys, that lunch is about to be over, and the first thing she sees, uh, uh, her, her, uh, two fairy eyes, glowing green eyes, uh, uh turning towards the screen and, and seeing the ridiculous shit. I will not describe <laughs> Please it. Please don't. Uh, but feel free to look up High School of the Dead. Yeah, it's horrible. <laughs> and, uh, she sees this on screen and makes the face that Angela's making right now. Um, happy birthday, by yeah, the way. <laughs> yeah. And she's gonna say, whose idea was this? I might have shut the door too loud quickly. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and she 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 turns to you, uh, Mister Bishop. I uh, yes, Mrs. Periwinkle. We were viewing an anime because we're all part of the anime club, right? And we've discussed this before about which specific types of anime are available. And are appropriate at school. Of course, I uh, must have um, read the label wrong. Uh, mm-hmm. I-, I simply watched it because I am a fan of Romero films. Two successes, I'm gone. <laughs> that's right. What well, was that? The uh, that's uh, your birthright, I believe. Yeah. Uh, no, actually, I just did a regular stealth, but birthright would also work in this case, right? Because yeah. you do have like a birthright oh, yeah, that just so, lets you kind of so like. So basically, uh, she's turning my direction, but I'm already. Boop. 
Like in uh, supernatural yeah, Irish it's in, a, it's in a scene. Yeah, it's supernatural in a, Irish Exactly. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes, so basically, so basically, like, she turns around where I was and I'm gone. But since I'm in the same area, I'm actually, I disappear and I suddenly appear in the door behind her and I'm just going. I'm going to give her a very high difficulty roll to see if by any chance she finds you. Let's see. She's got size and this is difficulty. I'm going to put that at difficulty eight. Yep. And let's see. Oh, oh no! Three successes. What? Uh, she's there. She's she's a teacher, and she didn't Arty, even Arty, have Arty, a, Arty, 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 she Arty. didn't even have like a super high dice pool. <laughs> yeah. She just got a lucky roll. Yeah. Uh, but there's a reason. Uh, she, you know, these teachers, uh, these fey teachers, are, are 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 at the top of their game. Yep. As you think you got away with it, are, and are going out, her arm snakes out. She is the gym teacher, uh, <laughs> and she is she is very physically capable. And her arm just snakes out and grabs you by the scruff of your neck. And where do you think you are going, Mister Doyle? Well, it's the end of lunch break. I have to go to class. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he brings up a really good point. <laughs> and and she just looks, uh, you know, uh, let's let's go of your collar mm-hmm. and just shakes her head in disappointment. Goes, if this happens again. I will send you to see Principal Frederick. Oh no! Oh no! Please, e- everything's fine. Uh, I'm so- everybody. Thank you for coming to this viewing. Um, and uh, of course, remember that I uh, hope to have your votes in February, <laughs> and that Jenna Smith, uh, she she she's uh, sh- she's a big fan of the Dragon Prince. <laughs> And uh, uh, Miss Periwinkle rolls her eyes, just like, get to class, mm-hmm. the lot of you. Yeah. <laughs> and then we just go to class in shame. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Uh, yep. Except when you turn in my direction, I'm gone. <laughs> of course. <laughs> uh, all right. So, so uh, as as we're all, as you know, everybody's starting, the, the bell rings, it's post, uh, post-lunch. Uh, people are starting to go back to class. Uh, uh, Raphael, you uh, are stopped in the hallway by none other than said Mr. Principal, Principal Frederick. Uh, and he is... Uh, I feel like David just had a flashback to high school with his reaction there. <laughs> yes. Uh, and, and Principal Blaine Frederick is is well-known and overall well-liked in the school. Uh, he's not he's not one of those uh, principals that everyone's afraid of or anything, but he also doesn't particularly try. He's not uh, one of those, like, how are you, fellow kids uh, kind of principals. <laughs> he's got this this dignity to him. And, and you, as, as currently uh, nothing but a, but a mortal, uh, you see his moral form, which is still... Um, a very uh, a distinguished and very handsome uh, dark-skinned man with uh, graying, uh, you know, a very dark gray, uh, close-cropped hair and uh, and and uh, graying uh, goatee and, and mustache. Uh, he dresses in you know very uh, prim and proper with a, a little uh, jacket and a vest. Uh, he's he's tall and and slim but broad shouldered. Um, and you you know for a fact like as he walks down the hallways, uh, uh, students of, of whichever gender are attracted to to him uh, sigh often. He is he is one of those guys that's that, that he should be on screen. And since I'm using uh, Idris Elba as his as his oh, as, as oh what dear. I'm seeing in my head for him, okay. yeah, he definitely Holy should be shit. on yeah, screen wow. all the time. He's I just realized something about my character. I yeah. think we all are. <laughs> and uh he uh you know he 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 stops and and, and gives you a, a a polite but uh but pleasant uh smile and goes, uh oh, Mr. Duncan, on your way to work. Uh sorry, on your way to class. Uh, yeah, uh, Prin- Principal Frederick, um, just, uh, on my way to shop. 
Excellent, excellent. I, I hear you're doing very well in shop. Uh, yeah. You know, um, it's uh, good to be able to work on stuff without um, other people getting involved with, you know, what I'm working on. Because I get to work on it by myself. So, just me. Very understandable, of course. Well, I won't stand in your way any longer, uh, but you are coming to the Halloween dance tonight, right? Oh, uh, Miss Pearl didn't mention it. Oh, did she now? I will have a talk with her, but you are very much expected tonight. I'm looking forward to seeing what your creativity can do when it comes to a costume. Oh, costume. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I will be there at 7.30, which I just kind of plucked out of the air, even though Miss Pearl didn't mention it. (laughs) Oh, is that the bell? (laughs) <laughs> and I, I like, kind of like shimmy around. I do that thing where like I, I start to move yeah. and I just wait for the adult to keep talking and when they don't I give it two seconds and I go <laughs> yep. and he just he just watches you uh, and, uh, and into his eyes and per- perhaps to nobody else's uh, there is uh, a, a flickering <laughs> <laughs> there are bones bones over here just bones there's a flickering as your bones are removed <laughs> yep your bones uh, will be there at 7, but you arrive at 7.30. What kind of school is this? Happy Halloween! <laughs> and, uh, I will be the best Jack the Pumpkin King covered in your bones! Uh, but yes, so he watches you, and to his eyes, there is a, a small sort of flicker of possibility around you, as if, as if perhaps he knows. And the expression on his face certainly uh, implies that he knows something you don't. Mm-hmm. Um, and so... The last, uh, the last few classes of the day go by without further incident. Just another regular school day. Um, and once again, the bell rings. Raphael flinches. Ah, cock goblin! <laughs> <laughs> Wonders where that came from. <laughs> and, uh, and you are all released out into the streets of Manhattan for the afternoon before to get ready for the, uh, the mandatory fun this evening. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, anybody want to tell me what you will be doing, uh, if whether it's getting your costumes ready, uh, masturbating furiously, or, uh, or, or masturbating sadly? I, I don't judge. Uh, no, it's role-playing, so it's successful. Yeah. Uh, of course, Archie, uh, he, uh, he's just kind of burning time. There's no sense really going to uh, back home and then just gra- uh, going back home and then coming back. Uh, via the train, so instead he's going to uh, Midtown Comics, uh, where of course he picks up his outfit that he ordered uh, that uh, they 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 had there, mm-hmm. and uh, then just getting some McDonald's, nothing too crazy, just reading comics until around seven o'clock, and then he's going to put on his outfit, which is a replica of No Face from Spirit Away. Uh, unfortunately uh, for him, it looks like No Face had a very large meal. And um, to, to describe Archie, I think the perfect way. Remember that kid from Recess, that larger kid uh, in the Recess cartoon. Yes. That's him. Okay, all right. So it, the costume is very snug, so it looks like a no face burrito <laughs> <laughs> that was uh, rolled by someone new at Chipotle. <laughs> no face burrito. Wow, <laughs> that's, there's that's some evocative imagery right there. <laughs> and. Uh, as you're as you're you know getting ready and getting your getting your costume on, uh, your your cell phone rings, and uh, you see that it is a call from your mentor. 
oh, okay. And he uh, pulls off his mask uh, as he and leans against like the. There's a payphone nearby, and he uh, pres- you know, yep. Uh, it's not payphone. It's an internet station, yeah. so he just kind of tries making himself look cool, but he's dressed like I don't know a, <laughs> a, a nun that forgot herself. <laughs> and uh, uh, hello. So, what would be your mentor's name? Uh, uh, Clifford. Clifford. Mister Clifford. Cl- Clifford is is he is a troll. Uh, he, uh, sorry, uh, he is not part of your family, but he is a friend of the family, and he was, uh, uh, requested to be your mentor, effectively your, your fairy godfather, if you will, by your parents. He's the one that's been, uh, training you during your off time. He's been teaching you about, uh, the ways of, of the Cathane and Changelings. He's trained you in different types of combat, uh, trained you in what it means to be a troll. Uh, he keeps trying to drill the basics of honor and duty, uh, because your parents, despite being disappointed that, that you are not she, um, would be okay if you turned out to be one of those, you know, tall, noble, uh, Nordic god kind of trolls. You know, think, think, uh, uh Chris Hemsworth, but with blue skin. Uh, Always that's, do. they, they would, yeah, exactly. Who doesn't? Uh, they would be okay with that. Uh, you are clearly not there, and they are hoping that your, that your mentor will get you there. Uh, but you, you've been, you've been with your mentor for long enough to actually have developed a good rapport with him. You know, he's, he, he's not on necessarily on your parents' side, he's on your side. Hey, Cliff, what's up? It's like, ah, Archie, great. I've got a, I was hoping I would reach you. I hear you're going to a, uh, actually, wait, no, different voice, different voice. This is a troll. Archie. I hear you're going to a party tonight. Yeah, it's kind of required, but it's going to be fun, they say. They always say that. This is a Halloween one, right? Uh, yeah, it's the Halloween one. <laughs> I got uh, a costume. It's pretty wicked. I'm sure it is, my friend. I'm sure it is. Nice trash bag, fat, fat, <laughs> <laughs> fat boy. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, that's a, a group of of of, of uh, schoolgirls just walks by. <laughs> nice costume, trash bag, trash <laughs> bag. Thanks. <laughs> Sorry, those were a bunch of elementary school kids. <laughs> <laughs> and. Uh, Anyway, I wanted to get a hold of you uh, and make sure you. Yeah, I, I wanted to make a get a hold of you and make sure you were going to the to the party tonight. Yeah, why is my parents leave the home uh, need the house alone again? No, no, no. They have explained to you before how sometimes our kind has memories of past lives. Uh, yeah, yeah, the remembrance, I believe. Right, and you've you've gotten flashes of that before in training. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Good, good. Well, that's the easiest way to explain this. I remembered something. Oh. Something about tonight, which I know is not the way these things normally work, you remember. The past, not the future. But as you always say, uh, our, the timeline is... Uh, circular. So whatever is to come has already ca- has already came. <laughs> exactly. The dance of seasons for winter brings spring. Spring brings summer. Summer brings fall. And the cycle begins again. Very well. Good. Well learned. Well, in any case, I don't think it's anything you need to worry about. Not too much. But, just, but just be there. Be there. Not a problem. Like I said, I have a pretty wicked uh, uh, costume. Nice outfit, Dominatrix Bigberg. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta get going. These elementary school kids just got released, and they're really surly. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, Archie. And remember, I'm always here if you need me. I'm not Archie right now. I'm no face. Click. <laughs> <laughs> somewhere, somewhere, Troll just like quietly sighs and crushes another head. <laughs> nah, nah. He, he, he. Did he you to kill Scream Ghost, a bag of M and M's? Uh, all right, so that was there. Uh, anyone else? Anyone else doing anything this afternoon? Yes. How can we follow yeah. that up? Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm actually also heading to Midtown Comics to get ah. my costume. Were you the person yelling? <laughs> <laughs> and then when you went to look, I was gone. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, I, I also go to Midtown Comics to get a costume, and it is unsurprisingly a Green Lantern costume. Aha. Specifically, I'm going dressed as Guy Gardner. Yeah, nicely yep. done. Thank you very, very much. Oh uh, yeah, so I get my costume, and after that, I still have a couple of hours to spend. So I go to the only—I actually go head over to a barcade. Don't get any drinks, but I get—I'm there just to play games. All right, all I'll right. Go to my favorite uh, pizzeria, Sabaros. <laughs> <laughs> I like Sabaros pizza, and I will die on this hill. <laughs> Sabaros, yeah, actually, you will yeah. from eating Sabaros. Yeah. Sabaros, I used to be a big fan of Sabaros, and then I got to yeah. New York, and I haven't had it since. <laughs> yeah. But it's just a sit. You see it on the side of the road, and it's like I know what I'm going to get, and it's better than I think. I, I, I actually like their calzones that they're fried. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's that it just means they're worse for you than ever. But I mean, honestly, I, I, it's kind of like the. Um, Olive Garden. Uh, Olive Garden's not Italian food, but I like it. This episode of Fanable brought to you by Sabaros and Olive Garden. Uh, <laughs> they're okay. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's not. Fanable says, eh, yeah, they're, they're okay. okay. If you're trapped and you need food, they <laughs> it'll serve it. It'll do. <laughs> it'll do. In a, in a pinch, it'll do. There you go. <laughs> Sparrow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Angela, uh, uh, Mar- uh, Marna. Uh, Marna heads uh, way downtown to where uh, there's some uh, bars that kind of open for an open mic in the afternoon. You know, it's like there would normally not be anybody here. So uh, some people are there to do poetry readings or play guitar. Uh, Marna works on her stand up set. But she is still like a 16 year old who's performing to like adults. So like her stand up humor just doesn't quite meet their... Their right. their goal, like, they don't understand it. They just don't understand what it is to be a kid these days. Right. Uh, so that's kind of a, a wasted uh, couple of hours. And then yeah, as the uh, the time draws near for the uh, mandatory fun, yep. she does not have a costume yet. So she goes into Dwayne Reed and buys whatever she finds first that she thinks is ironic and hilarious. So she's going as the uh, rainbow poop emoji. Nice. I like Real it. costume that I saw on people at Halloween. I was like, why does that exist? And it's like, you know, that feels like it exists because of Marna. <laughs> because uh, when you get dressed up for Halloween, sometimes you want to get fucked and you wear the rainbow poop emoji. No, let people know that you are down to clown, which we found out years ago is not what we thought it was. <laughs> um, Tell you what, give me a give me a charisma plus expression role, uh, uh, or uh, is there a perform? Yeah, a performance if you have it. I do have it. All right, so charisma plus performance versus difficulty. I'm gonna make this difficulty seven because you you established that it's kind of a tough crowd for you. But I want to see how well you do. Real talk. Uh, when I was doing stand up in my hometown, there was a 16 year old stand up kid who 
crushed. He crushed. Uh, three successes. So not, not bad at all. Not you bad. actually, uh, you know what? You 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 think you're pretty close to developing a, a solid ten. You know your 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 ten minute set. Um, you you got some laughs. It wasn't like you weren't like tearing the room apart, and it wasn't that it wasn't a crowded room, but. You know what? These are people, you know what? At, at this time of day, there's often like the regulars, you know, there are people like who just hang out at the clubs, whatever. Uh, so there's a few of them that have been at your sets before and clearly did not have, and you got at least a couple chuckles of them. You're actually feeling good about this. Out of sober people. Yeah. You got to chuckle out of sober people. So you know what? So you, you had a pretty good, good solid set. So you, you walk out of there feeling, feeling good about yourself. And then I buy a rainbow poop emoji costume. Yeah, because that is how you celebrate feeling good about yourself. Would it be possible for her to do a stand-up set to get glamour back? Um, a performative quality. There's, there's, uh, yeah, there's, there's, uh, uh, that, yeah, there's, there is, um, uh, what's it called? It's not Reverie. It is, uh, it's called a Rapture. Is when you're when you're doing something. There's, there's three ways. There's Revelry. Uh, uh, reverie, revelry, and rapture. Uh, and, uh, revelry is something that's unique to your kith. It's mm-hmm. kind of like a way of indulging your fairy nature. And you can really only do that like once a story. Um, there's reverie, which is what Jesus did, where you ins- inspire somebody else. And there's rapture, which is when you kind of inspire yourself and create great art. Cool. Uh, but in order to do that, that's, it's a whole series of roles. Okay. Uh, you kind of have to work. It's, it's actually very difficult to do, but the rewards are, are crazy. Like you got just, you refill your whole glamour pool. So okay. it's something good to do when you're, when you're very low. You mm-hmm. just kind of like, you know what? Just, let it, you know, let it go, and 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 you might be able to refill your pool. In this case, no, you just had a, a good a good performance. Uh, it, generally, changelings don't create their own glamour; they they inspire others to create, and through the act of creation, is then they gain kind of the overflow. Unless cool. they're doing like a full like uh, <coughs> ravaging, in which case it's just a psychic attack. Mm-hmm. Cool, um, but yeah. got it. Okay. Oh, uh, one thing I forgot to add because yeah. my pet is always with me. Yes. Uh, even though it doesn't matter. Uh, my pet is now dressed as the a red lantern, but specifically the cat. Yes, of course he is. <laughs> of course he is. I love okay. it. Uh, all right. And uh, uh, Dave, I think you were the last one left. Uh, yeah. So um, <clears throat> Ref is at a housing works, which here in New York City is a chain of secondhand shops, uh, mostly for clothes, and somehow still managed to make them very affordable. Um, mm-hmm. And he's running his hands along a list uh excuse me along a rack of men's suits and he's not paying attention to them but it looks like he's just kind of looking off in the distance and then he just kind of spins around looking at everything and just sighs his posture kind of bends backwards and he just drops his backpack and he just goes fuck and then behind him a <clears throat> Somebody bumps into a uh, somebody bumps into a uh, canister, a tall canister, and it falls over with a uh, with a loud crash. And it is a metal canister for umbrellas. And he stops and he turns around and looks at the umbrella. It's in the foreshot, and then it goes to the background where it's him looking at it. And then it's just three quick shots of him picking up an umbrella with a with a metal handle, and then running his hand along the suits, and then picking out a. Uh, black one and then going to the counter and then later on going to a bodega and then buying a uh, thread and needle. And then um, he's sitting at, and then he's sitting on a chair in a, uh, a laundry mat as the, 
as the suit is spinning around in a dryer, and in front of him, he's got measurements out uh, that he's taking of his own chest, and he is illustrating what he's going to do with the suit. Yep. All right, great. And so you you all finally get your suits together, get everything ready, and uh, and start heading back towards the school. Hey guys, this is Dan, the aka the bad boy of Fandible. I'm here to uh, ask you guys for money. Basically, we're we're here uh, because we're doing this out of love. We're doing this. We've got shows. If you liked what you just heard, we probably have more just like it. If you didn't like what we just heard, we have way more that's not like it. We have so much stuff, and we've given it all out to you because we love you. We love you. We do it out of love. But guess what? Love don't pay the bills. If you go to Patreon.com/Fandible and you donate a little sum-sum for us, we might just have a little sum-sum for you. If you can't, that's fine, because, did I mention, we love you. And you can go to Twitter, find Fandible there. You can go to Facebook, search for Fandible there. Listen, just search for Fandible. Whatever pops up, it's probably ours, and you should probably subscribe, like, link, share, etc. Do it, because we love you.